Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I know I am. Post-election, a lot of people uh, concerned, frazzled, uh, discombobulated about what happened in the election yesterday. Guess what? We don't care. We're not going to be talking about it tonight. Screw politics. We're talking Fish My City show tonight. It's going to be a great show. My co-host, the crust of the show, to my right, to one and only, Mr. Peter Glusick. Pete, how you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing good. Looking good. Good to see you. And, you know, survived election. I, I'm enjoying your little cheat sheet on the sponsors. You see that? Yeah, that's high tech. Dude, it's high tech. This show, we don't we don't spare <laughs> any expense. Uh, and as you notice, that cardboard. Cardboard is and Sharpie. It's testament Cardboard to it. and Sharpie. I like uh, it. It's going to be a good show tonight, Pete. Uh, joining us on our casting couch tonight, two very amazing uh, components to this show. Um, to my left, the one and only, Skinny. Dave Brodzik. <laughs> I went the yeah. opposite way this time to yeah. see if it worked. Explain why I'm skinny this time. <laughs> okay. Yes, I did. I, I, cause I was using your nicknames and I happened to put, I think I put Wharf, Fat, and then Dave in that list. Yeah, when I should have did like Dave, Wharf, Trooper, and Fat. I probably should have left Fat and at then, the end. And then he went on to call Eric Boy. And then Eric's you know the mean? boy. Well, he is, know. he's a small boy. <laughs> uh, City, yeah, speaking of small boy, oh. uh, sitting next to Dave, uh, Beck, man, you've become a, a, a regular fixture again on the show. You sort of went away, and now you're back. Miss Rebecca, how you doing tonight, Beck? <laughs> Good, thank you. Good. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here because you got to know the cast, uh, the production team of Fish My City as as well as I did over the last six or eight months. And I'm glad to have you here to, to grill these guys and ask them questions and find out about who they are. I'm here for the grilling. Here for the grilling. Uh, who are you wearing tonight, by the way? And, and let me get a close-up of the, oh the my sneaker. God. Look at my sneakers. Are they not amazing? They're Nike. Wait, what? Nike. I, I needed them because they're fabulous in gold, and they even have flowers worked in. Oh, yeah. Gold yeah. LeMay Nike. Now, the are, they, are they Jordans? Because Rob would, would be interested if they're Jordans. Put them on the glass. Put them on the glass. No. What, what, what do I look, flexible? I think he's clowning you, Becky. Anyways, they're amazing. I love my shoes. Thank okay. you. Thanks for coming out. Good Bye. job, Brian. And I needed I needed some good comfortable shoes today, cooking up this Traeger Thanksgiving feast. That we yes. Had. So real quick, tell everybody we have a little thing we always cook on our Traeger grill before the Ike Live shows, and yeah. sort of because this is on the front side of Thanksgiving. What did you do tonight, Miss Beck? Cooked an entire Thanksgiving meal on a Traeger grill, which I have to tell you, folks, it. it it was easier with a second person, which I had today, because yeah. I had to still keep working. Yeah. But it was easy, and the food was ridiculously good. It was good. Moist. Turkey was real moist. Recipes awesome. straight yeah. off the Traeger website. Yeah. Feed wow. up. Really good. We get we get plates on the first break from the show? Well, if you'd shown up early, you would have eaten. We'll, we'll have some. We'll have we're, some on the We're burping. We're burping <laughs> yeah, we turkey burping. I need I need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, continue with the room. Uh, sitting in the back in the booth tonight, we've got the one and only Brian Carpenter. Pushing buttons, making plays, sitting next to him, the one and only Eric, the intern, small boy, on the IMs tonight, <laughs> making things happen. Eric, you were you hustled all day. Eric, by the way, I just want to let everybody know, Eric's been in the office since literally 10 a.m. He's still here working. 
Appreciate that, Eric. I appreciate it, small man. Yeah. <laughs> small boy and small man. Wow. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, we're going to break the sponsor rundown tonight, people. We're going to break it up. We're going to announce three of them now and three in every segment. Uh, we want to thank, of course, the title sponsor of Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box. It's like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. Pete, we will be doing an unboxing tonight. We're the only live podcast that does an unboxing. Also, uh, want to thank Line Cutters. Uh, it's special, Bry, because we're actually, we're going to have a little special guest from Line Cutters. Do we want to say who it is? We want to surprise everybody. Let's surprise everybody. We've got a special guest from Line Cutters calling in to talk about a little promotion going on, Pete. Uh, no Shave November. Uh, little promotion going on with mm-hmm. Line Cutters. Of course, uh, Line Cutters cuts line like butter, mono, fluorocarbon, braid, Whatever you've got, uh, they've got the ring, the flush mount, and now the new zipper pull, which the nice tie-in to tonight's show, you saw it for the first time. I used it in Fish My City every episode on my Flambeau backpack, uh, so pretty awesome there. And also uh, brought to you by Flambeau. You see this Flambeau bag, another great tie-in, Miss Rebecca. This is the Ike Series Flambeau backpack. You saw it on my back in every Fish My City show this thing from London to Taiwan to New York to Miami, everywhere I went, had that thing on there. This Check one, them. This yes. one right here? Right here. Yeah, right here. Check them out. Uh, Flambo. if you go to Flambeau.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, you get 20% off the entire site, Pete. 20% off the entire site. I was site. amazed you could remember all that. Yes, I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> and I forgot to mention, MTB, Mystery Tackle Box, if you're interested in getting your own MTB Pro Box, you get 50% off your first box. If they use the promo code Ike Live. So that's real important. Uh, Pete, let me remind everybody watching, we got a great show tonight. We have the production crew, the men and women that made Fish My City happen. It's a behind the scenes thing. I'm excited about this show because a lot of times you watch a show, uh, whatever your favorite TV show is, and you see the show going on, but you, you don't, you don't realize how it all came together, right? The yeah. behind the scenes, the production, the direction. Uh, the camera work, the sound, the audio, all those little things that have to come together to make a great show. And we've got uh, the team uh, tonight from Fish My City here uh, coming on, Skyping with us every segment. We've got a great lineup. Uh, we've got uh, Rob Worsoff, and uh, he is the executive producer of uh, Fish My City. And we've also got Lord Wendell. With Rob tonight, and uh, Lord Wendell is also uh, producing the show, and those two guys are magic. They are one of the sole reasons that show came out like it did, because they're magic. We've got two camera guys joining us tonight, Pete, the two main camera guys in the show, uh, Tom Coran, uh, Mike Nelson, joining us to talk about all that, that video stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really great. And last but not least, Becky, we have uh, our good friend Alex coming on. Yeah. To talk a little bit about all the connection to those pieces that has to happen, and that's a hard job. I honestly think she had one of the hardest jobs. What did, yeah. what is Al? What does Alex do? Alex was the associate producer, the AP okay. of the show. But when you think about the glue that keeps everything together, mm-hmm. that's what an AP does. That's a really really hard job, seriously, because you got it. You really have to sort of babysit everybody and make sure everybody's happy and everything works cohesively. So. We've got uh, I'm, I'm, Alex Chaplicky joining I'm, us. I'm fascinated because, you know, we've done fishing shows for years. Yes. And usually the, the guy behind the camera is the 
also the sound guy. He's the head producer. He's the executive producer. He's the associate producer. He also does the social media. He does, one guy does everything. Yes. And, you know, what, what an amazing, I, I can't imagine what it's like. And I had a bunch of questions for you yeah. when you came back. I'm like, what is it like with the National Geographic team? Oh, dude, it, you know, it, it was, I, I can tell you this, and you're going to hear this theme throughout the show. It was a learning experience. You know, mm-hmm. it was a learning experience. Doing, we've done TV, me and you in the mm-hmm. past. But at a whole different level, right? Oh yeah. From from an instruction standpoint or a tournament standpoint, so to so to see it operate, I've learned so much. It's 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 unbelievable. I can't t- I cannot tell you how much I learned. Uh, you, you know, in in the six months of shooting the show. I, I bet. Yeah. I I can tell you this. I I watched a lot of shows today. I binge watched. You did the shows. Um, I was unable to, I only able to get, see one or two live. So okay. I, it was cool. I was able to go back on, on my cable and, and you can, nice. you can rewatch all, cool. the, all the shows and they're all listed there. And, and, uh, I was able to watch the Hudson and, uh, you know, they're, they're it, it's a great show. It's entertaining. Thank you. I was able to just, I couldn't wait for the next episode. That's awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I like, which was your favorite show, by the way? Uh, the Miami show. Miami. Yeah. Cool. My, Miami Mike. I, he's the only guy I've seen yeah, that has Mike. as much energy as you got. It's crazy. I mean, it? the two of you had more energy bouncing off of each other. It was insane. And the crazy thing, Dave, me and Dave were talking off off camera. It's unbelievable. It's hard to believe because I know camera makes things look different. Mm-hmm. But Monster Mike is actually six one. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. The wall, I, I find it hard to believe. Right, the wall I lens. It's that lens in that Beastie Boy video. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Beastie Boy video? Nah, dude, they, that was they were looking. That was a fish a, eye. They were looking through the eye hole of a door, mm. like an apartment door, right? Like that. that you talking about camera. a glory hole? Nah, not oh. a glory hole. Oh. <laughs> Like they were looking through a the glory hole. pole you would use to look and see who's knocking on your door. Yeah. That's how that video was shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beastie Boys it. have a new book out, by the way, that just got launched. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just uh, chronicling their, uh, you know, all their songs and how, how it all happened for them. It's pretty insane what they did. But, uh, yeah, just I just saw that on the news the other day. But when uh, I tell you this, when I was watching the New York, the Hudson River show, uh, I was amazed at how bold those turtles were that you were fishing Did you next see to. that? They never moved. Dude. They were like tame. They were like Central Park tame turtles. They were not real turtles. They were real turtles. They, no way. Absolutely, they, they were real turtles. I thought for sure they had to be statues. No, they were little. You know, little I'm, statues. I'm, I'm fighting that carp. I'm all around dancing all around them, doing footwork to try to not lose they his carp. They never moved. They never. They just kind of look around like hmm? New York turtles. <laughs> New York turtles. They about. see everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, think about what those turtles have seen in their lifetime. Dave, what do you think? Couple yeah. At least one of those turtles swimming in that lake was witness to a murder. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of them. Sitting on the log, sunning. Yeah. Saw something uh, happen like that. They, you, they're you think, big turtles. They're probably 10-year-old turtles. They might be 10-year-old. You think they saw any fellatio over the years? Oh, uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. Harlem Mirror, the lake, definitely some fellatio going on around there. Uh uh, before we get the show started, too, as we always do, we want to uh, thank our military, uh, active and veteran men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy world. Also want to thank uh, firemen, policemen, EMT. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for what you do. Thank you for your service. I, know, I noticed back there, Pete, I see some scrambling going on back there. 
I don't know. Is that's that, unusual. It's. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Yeah. I don't even see Brian the Carpenter back there anymore. <laughs> yeah. So during the while, we're, while, while they're scrambling. Yeah. So last night with the election and everything. Yeah. A movie was on that I forgot all about. When we rank our funny movies. Yeah. The campaign was. Last the night. campaign. It always, uh, I always yeah. forget to talk about the campaign, man. Will Farrell. That might be his funniest one. I might be funnier than old school. It might be funnier than Step Brothers. It's a good one. The campaign is amazing. It's man. a good one. I actually, I actually want to match you on that. And it's funny. It's like last night as well. We've gone through the channels, and Caddyshack. Nice. From the very beginning, dude. Yeah, don't do it for me. Oh, that's a uh, good one. Don't do it for me, man. Yeah. What? It just doesn't. Uh, Bill Murray. No. Chevy Chase. Big no. Dude, <laughs> well, what about what about the scene when the priest is? You Struck gotta, by it, dude. Yes, you have to. So you know, it's this religious man, and he's, uh, you know, a, you know, follower of God. He's this priest, and he gets on this golf game right on the front side of a storm. You remember the scene? And dude, he's having the game of a lifetime. He's gonna break the club record, right? The course record, and 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 Bill Murray, who's the groundskeeper, is his caddy. He just pulled him because he thought he was a caddy. You follow me. And so, you know, he's just following him. And, dude, there's torrential rain, and they're barely able to. And he literally, dude, is like hole in one or, you know, a, a couple strokes, and he gets it in the hole, and he gets to the last one, and he's ready to break the record. And he and he goes for this easy putt. You know, it's like a, I don't know, 10-foot putt. And he puts it, and the ball just keeps going and misses the hole. And he goes, why? Why? Remind me of Brian DeCarpenter at Manasquan. Why does God hate me? And the lightning ball comes down and hits the golf club. <laughs> I love that scene. I see, I'll put my scene last night. With the oh, campaign. let me hear your scene. Will Farrell, when he was trying to win the religious vote because yeah. he, he couldn't do the Lord's Prayer in that one press conference and he had the snakes he went to one of them snake charming churches and he got bit and started dropping all that language come on I'll put that up against stupid caddy shack any day of the week dude. oh man that's all a pretty right, good we're one everybody. all right we are one. killing everybody uh i know we're gonna get the show started here for a second brian what do we got going on here back here you want to give me an update you would like an update sure <laughs> we're on facebook and youtube but we're not on the website yet oh nice so, carry on Okay. <laughs> so for you guys watching on the website, you're not watching. Okay. <laughs> hey, I had something um, something interesting. I'm not, I keep getting these crazy Ike stories. Yeah. They go on. I got another one. Okay. Um, Jake is in the Fortnite. He plays Fortnite yeah. all the time. He's got these Fortnite buddies that you know they're all hollering and screaming at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, the two two of the kids that he plays with are in my neighborhood. You know, yeah. they're, they're like man, they're like the couple streets away real close yeah and um it's it turns out their father his name's bob and he's he's in your book bob is in my book the butterfly bob 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 uh bob uh soaker bob bob soaker bobby soaker i think yes i i don't yeah, Bobby. come on, run to me, guy, Bobby Soaker. <laughs> I don't remember Bobby Soaker. Uh, over by Hershey Lake. He said he fished with you when you guys were super Absolutely. little kids. Absolutely. In fact, we fished Bobby Soaker. If you're watching Bobby Soaker, shout out to Bobby Soaker. Uh, we fished Hershey Lake. Mm-hmm. We fished Timber Creek. Of course, some of the iconic Green Acres spots like mm-hmm. Babbley, Barryass Beach. Bobby Soaker. Come yeah. on, man. Brian, do you remember this Bob Soaker? Absolutely not. Bob Soaker. Nah. Dude, in fact, it was the corner house when you were... Cutting to Hershey through the back way. Not, you know, the back way of Hershey. Through the woods. Yeah, well, not through the woods, but that one road. Remember the twins? 
the the Cap Capra and what were the two hot chicks that were the twins? They were twins. Yeah, she no he idea. lived across the street from the twins, Bobby Soaker. Well, they're just he's a my small neighbor. world. Yeah, he's my neighbor. He's got wow. two two nine year old boys or yeah, maybe ten. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We talked about fishing. He's out of it now. Like he just he didn't stay with fishing and uh, right. Watched your career. And flourish. Well, this sounds like a, a Got- opportunity to sell a Bash University subscription, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> this is a prime candidate for BU Basics. Dude, man, I put brochures in everybody's mailbox <laughs> in my neighborhood. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody gets the pitch, yeah. man. You know, they, they can't miss it. What do you think, they it. think you're, you're selling? You're like a Mooney or hey, – look, you, I think uh, you'd be a Mooney. <laughs> Dave? Uh, it looks like he's selling gutters. Like I'd be helpful. Impenetrable gutter, you know? <laughs> Something helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Something helpful. Uh, Brian, what, what's the. You want to, you want to just stay out, try to stay on schedule then, or do, what do you want to do? Yeah, keep talking about stuff. No, but I mean, I'm just looking at my watch here. You know, the time constraints we're up against with some of the guests here. Oh, my God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh,. What are you thinking about? We got our first guest on the line right now. Okay. And, uh, oh, 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 hang on there. Sorry about all that. All right, I think we've got our first guest joining us. I told you there was a surprise guest joining us. Oh. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we're cursed. Okay, this feels like the olden days. Dude. This is like the olden days. Yeah. Vance, we, we 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 lost your video. I think we still got your audio though, right? I'm here, brother. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I I had I told you I gave you a little uh, a, a little uh, precursor that we we're going to have someone from Line Cutters, and we've got one and only Vance on the phone with us. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, superstar? Good. It was funny. They. I just looked just to let you know how good the show's running so far. We just had a little uh, uh, title bar under your picture, and it said Boy Duckett. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the first question is: Is do you have Boy Duckett money? <laughs> you know what? Someday, someday I will have Boy Duckett money. Kind of awesome. looks like a young Boy Duckett. Yeah, you could be a, a young Boy Duckett. Like the milk magnate era. Yes. He has the milk trucks. Yes. Well, <laughs> well I, w- I, w- I want to tell you, the other thing we mentioned, Vance, and I, I, wanna, I, I don't think I ever got the personal thank you, but I had an opportunity to field test one of the first, if, if not one of the first or second or third only in the world, because I know, I know at the time how important it was, uh, um, line cutters that attached to a zipper pull. And I had it on my backpack through all the Fish My City series, I, I want to thank you for that, man. That was cool to get to to test that product out. That was awesome. You got the first one, Mike, and we thought, you know, no no better person in the whole world than to have have you test it out. And when we found out, we had no idea. I mean, you didn't tell us, or we had no idea that it would be on your backpack uh, during the filming of of Fish My City. And we were so stoked every time we see you walking with that backpack. My wife and Colin, we all gather around. We're like, I see it. I see it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I tell you, it was a, it was a, it was a blessing. And, uh, you know, one of the things, Pete, with traveling, especially in the shows we did overseas, they're super, super funny about any kind of tools, right? You know, from, from scissors to pliers to, you know, on, on the international flights, if it was in your bag, it was okay. Ah, okay. But I'm talking about even just 
little commuter flights or right. you know train rides. They were super funny about that stuff. Great thing about that is, dude, that zipper pull was on there all the time. It never, never came off. Flagged. Never got flagged. That's I could cool. cut line in a pinch anywhere I was at, dude. I'm talking sewer. I'm talking uh, <laughs> canal. You know, any anywhere I was at, it was right at my fingertips. So thank you for that, Vance. That was awesome. Absolutely. That's that's so cool to hear, Mike. Now I want to jump into the next topic, and I I, I want to throw a little bit of this on you and Brian and Eric too, because I want everybody to know. You know, we do a lot of pretty interesting promotions uh here at ike live and we've got a special one that we're doing pete uh with with the folks from line cutters uh, uh eric brian you want to jump in or vance you want to jump in and talk a little bit about this no shave november thing we got going on brian you want to start it off uh, well you threw the challenge down bro <laughs> <laughs> you coming at me dog <laughs> So, yes, we've been challenged by the Line Cutters crew, Vance yes. and his brother. Yes. And he's uh, singled out me and Eric, the, the two least hairiest guys, <laughs> probably in, in fishing, in all of fishing. I was, wondering, like, oh. I was wondering why I was no. not included in this promotion. Wow. I, We're already losing. Oh, my God. You're losing bad. <laughs> Eric, I don't, even, I don't see anything on. Look, Eric, go back up there tight. Look at that. That's bald as a baby's ass. Good night. <laughs> Look at that. that, that the, the turtles in Central Park had more hair on their show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. It's just a waiting God. game. It's a waiting game. It's a waiting game. All right, game. so what are, what, are the, what are the parameters, Vance, behind this promotion? All right, so just to give you a quick backstory, you know, men's health and, and prostate cancer, testicular cancer, a lot of that stuff is overlooked. You yeah. know, it's something we don't. We don't check ourselves and, you know, we hear of our friends getting sick and it's it's just a horrible disease. And there's a couple of programs. One is No Shave November and one is uh, Movember, which is Grow a Mustache. And what these programs are, are really about, it's about cancer awareness, um, men's health, things like that. And so, you know, we, we've, we've done our best to give back to programs like breast cancer awareness, like there was a lady needing surgery and we donated a thousand dollars to help her, you know, with her surgery. And we really try and give back. But, you know, we thought, gosh, you know, we're men and yeah. we've overlooked men's health and, and, you know, men's cancer awareness. We should really ramp up our support for those programs. And so we thought what an amazing opportunity to challenge Brian and Eric to a No Shave November uh, program or contest. And, and what it really is about, it's about not shaving for the month of November. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not letting my wife con in this contest because that's very important. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so you don't shave and then you save all the money that you would have spent at a haircut or, yeah. or shaving on shaving cream or whatever and donate it to a cancer men's men's cancer foundation. So wow. there's two different programs and we thought we're going to do the no shave November. And the cool thing is. We're going to weigh our facial hair. We're going to trim it and weigh it. And the loser has to eat a clipping of the winner's beard hair. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow, God. Man, I'm so wow. excited about this. I, <laughs> so, so, so. I like it. I yeah. like what I'm hearing right now. Uh, I like this approach. I, I got to be honest with you, though. Normally on these things, you know, I would say pretty in the middle on, on who I'm – 
who I think is going to win and who I'm rooting for. All right. Brian and Eric ain't got no fucking chance. For I, I think, I think, I think Vance's wife would beat Brian and Eric. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. All right. Hey, honey, did you hear that? Hey, probably right, but. Uh, but, but you know, here's the other thing, though. You never know. They got a lot of these formulas. If you go to CVS or Walgreens, you see all these like Grecian formula. You see these things for uh, for balding spot. I don't know, whatever this stuff is. So, look out, man. These guys, uh, yeah. Vance, these guys always push the limits on what's legal, what's not Performance legal. Performance enhancing drugs. Performance I have that, enha- that bald spray. We could just bald put spray. It on their face. You gotta yeah. watch these guys, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check them for you. Uh, and, and this is gonna be a cool contest. The other thing, I, I, I wanna tell you, man, this is awesome what you guys do. I gotta tell you, we, Vance, we've been working with line cutters for a while. I love the product, but what I love more is that you guys do great things. You really do. You do great things. You do so much, so many good charity pieces, uh, and that's 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 so cool. There's so many companies out there that don't do that stuff, mm-hmm. and and it's so great that the things you're doing. I I appreciate it, man. Everybody here at Ike Live appreciates that a lot. Right so on. thank you. Hey Vance, Vance, I have a question though. So like, the guy you're doing this with can grow like can grow like a lumberjack beard, right? So what would be a more <laughs> lopsided challenge? The two of you guys that can grow masculine, strong, fertile beards. Fertile. Against fertile. against two guys that can't grow any, or Mike and Pete versus insert any YouTube star, oh. fishing star. Like, oh. You know, like what's more lopsided? Oh. Mike and Pete versus any YouTube star in fishing, or you and your lumberjack brother versus the two oh. puberty, puberty boys behind the camera. Puberty boys. <laughs> you know, when I, when I make a bet, I really I like to make a pretty – safe bet. Yeah. So I, I feel pretty good about this because the good. last should, thing I want to do is eat one of Brian's beard hairs. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, Vance. <laughs> one thing about me you don't know yet is, is you know, it's game on, right? And, and, and you may and probably will win this one, but as Dave and Mike can attest, you know, the game never ends. So uh, yep. I will see you at the Classic. I will probably drop, buy you a drink. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Probably eat some of his hair. <laughs> You'll probably eat some hair. Vance might owe you a drink, but you yeah. never know. I mean, Brian oh, can highly condition the one hair that grows, and it <laughs> might be really heavy. So are we going with length of just the longest hair? Or Wait. With overall Wait. 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 Yeah. Oh, all right. Wait. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a great promotion. Here's the thing. So we've got a few more Ike Live shows coming up real soon. Vance, can we get you back on in the next one? Because we're going to have one like another yeah. two weeks. Can we get you back on? Because we really want to see the progression of this. We want <laughs> we want to see the hair, you know what I mean, as it builds and grows. And we, and we want to keep a look at Eric's bald face to see if even anything sprouts <laughs> you know, up. I know you like looking at it. Make a line cutters contest where the the person who gets to choose what they have to eat the hair with gets to win the, oh! the most creative, oh! I like yeah, the most creative side dish to your face hair. We might have to I, add that in there. That, that is gold right there. Thank you. All right. I'll uh, look for that in the email tomorrow. Yeah, man. sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Vance, thank you again for coming on, and we will see you next show to do our comparison. Awesome. And congrats, Mike, on Fish My City. I tell you what, uh, we had no, we, we knew it would be a pretty cool show, but, man, you hit a grand slam. It's like a Anthony Bourdain and, and a, a super awesome action-packed fishing adventure all crammed into one, so... Like no BS, that show is unbelievable and congrats. It's we've been we've enjoyed watching it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, all right guys. Thanks, man. Yes. yes. Good luck in the contest. Cool contest. Cool contest, man. I like it. I, and I like the the kicker to it, Pete. To me, was eating the hair. <laughs> like that really. That does. That's Mike. 
That's disturbing. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, disturbing and uh, and unique all in the same yeah, breath. Yeah, that's like the Herschel Walker trade. Like, why is. would you even accept that deal? I don't know. <laughs> they ain't got no chance. They, they Who got no printed chance. this thing tonight? I did. With the color coding and everything? Yeah, I color coded it. Bry, he's, he's stepping Bry, up. you better step this shit I up, saw, bro. I saw. All right, so. Bry's uh, written on the back of a Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you ain't never done nothing. <laughs> it's that same damn notebook he totes yeah. around with him everywhere. He's got, like, measurements from 78 on there on a project that he never completed over in Washington. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, I don't know. You can't, you can't say anything about Dave after his Paul Revere, like, uh, yeah, joke uh, earlier today. Yeah, I know. They're all bad jokes. All right. <laughs> Let's continue with the show and get away from the bad jokes. Uh, I, I'm excited to have these two guys on. Um, I, I said it before at the start of the show, Pete. In my opinion, this this whole show is because of these two guys. They they are the lifeblood of the show. When I watch it, it is these guys that made the show shine. Uh, uh, they were uh, I, when I met them for the first time, the first day of the shoot. I didn't know these guys from Adam, and now here we are eight months later, and I consider them friends, and they're really, really good guys. Joining us now, live from the mean streets of Los Angeles, Rob Warsoff and Brian Wendell join us live. The mean streets. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's going on? I I love it. I I see the Ike hat. I see the Fish My City shirt in a Smedium on Rob. <laughs> I like it. Well above the tan line on his arms. Look at it. Yes. <laughs> I saw a flat layer right here. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. All right, guys, listen, I know you That was not Becky approved. That was not Becky approved. <laughs> now, I, I know you guys, you're in L.A., and Pete, everything in L.A. happens quick and fast and there's no breaks. Everything's on a schedule. So I know these guys got something going on, so we're going to keep it fast. Uh, Rob, I want to start with you. I, w- I want to throw you under the bus a little bit because, you know, we've got maybe 381 people watching live right now, and they're all just old, fat fishermen from Alabama. And they're looking at this guy, and they're like, damn, who is that Rob guy? I don't know who he is. Who is that Rob? I want to throw you under the bus a little bit and, and, and give you – I'm just going to give you a little rundown of some of Rob's – Stuff he's been involved in, Pete. You ready for this? I'm, Duck I'm Dynasty. Millionaire matchmaker. Biggest loser. And then Lord Wendell sitting next to Rob over there. I know, a lot of rednecks also looking at Wendell and are like, who's that guy over there? Undercover boss. Beauty and the geek. And then these two guys, you created something called Thunderpants Entertainment. Which, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, as, as a team, you guys have created things like Alpha Dogs, Surviving the Apocalypse, uh, involved in Dating Naked, involved in the Mans, for which you won an award for. Dude, these are, these are, these are big things, wow. man. That's these are, these are really, really big things. Uh, how does it feel to have accomplished all that stuff? Honestly, like, I, I'm looking at around the room and I'm reading this list for the first time. Dave Brodzik, who's sitting on the couch, was a big The Man's fan. And he's looking at me right now, shaking his head like, God, I didn't know that. I feel like he would have been the apocalypse guy. Like, I feel like you want to survive the apocalypse. Like, I feel like you have a secret doorway, Dave, like, in your house that, that has, like... He has a secret doorway in his head. 
That too. Leading to and that yes, like doorway guns and leading to an empty room. Vegetables. <laughs> it does. Maybe Rob and and Wendell can give you tips yeah, yeah, from yeah, the show. I'll, I'll join the apocalypse with them. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You, I, you guys have been involved in a lot of cool projects. Uh, take t- take us back, Rob. I'm going to start with you. How'd you get involved in this whole TV madness? Uh, I wanted to be a sport pilot, a huge hockey fan. I wanted to be a podcaster. Can you hear me all right? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. You sound like you're uh, talking into a 1945 walkie-talkie. Uh, okay. Maybe, wait a second. Maybe if I turn off the speaker and talk directly into the computer, would that be better? Yeah, Let's that's find good. Out. Find out. Wait a minute. Oh, can yeah. Now? Oh, that's like oh, a yeah. thousand times better. better. I like it. Oh good. oh, good. Oh, good. All right. I'm sorry. Uh I went. I wanted to be a hockey broadcaster. I'm a huge hockey fan. I'm right sure all the people in the South love hearing that. And uh, I went to Syracuse for college. That's where all the famous sports broadcasters went. And I got sidetracked. I have a buddy from New Jersey who was a huge Howard Stern fan, and he started calling Howard Stern every day to ask if we could do a documentary on Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. Um, and uh, and he was a character. He 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 died in 2001, but he was great. He was a dwarf and he was drunk. He was also racist. I remember Hank. Was, <laughs> I, I remember him well. Yeah. Everyone does. And so my buddy Tom, I think he owns a vitamin store now, but uh, at the time he was my partner <laughs> on our big uh, documentary, and we had to call Howard, and the Howard Stern people were like, yeah, we'll let you do it, but E's going to own all the footage because E Entertainment Television owned all the rights to them at that point. And I said, I don't care, and I'll give you, I'll give you the footage after we're done. And they said, okay, cool, and they let us do it, and then – my first job out of college was at a production assistant at E. I got I got to know them at E, and that was it. Wow, wow, that's interesting. And, and, and then I, 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 Wendell, I want to throw it to you too. How did yeah. How did you get started in this whole this whole business? <clears throat> well, originally I wanted to be an RN, and going to school for that, I realized this is not for me, and I really needed to shift gears. So as a result, I had an uncle who lived down here in LA. He was not in the business. But it was my opportunity to come down here and pursue a passion of entertainment. Uh, I did that. Got my first job over at Hard Copy, which you guys probably remember. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I, was, I started as a transcriber. And uh, I was losing my mind because I would go home and watch The Simpsons and try to, like, in my brain, type what they were saying and see if I could keep up with them. So I'm like, this is not working either. So after talking to my, uh, my, my boss at the time, I had asked her, hey – you know, thanks for the opportunity. Is there any other positions? You know, I'm actually interested in editing. And she's like, oh, well, there's a spot in the uh, tape vault. And so it kind of went from there, and I just worked my ass off, picking up, you know, classes and staying as late as I could with the editors and learning as much as I could and just putting in all the sweat equity. And, that, and now we're here. Kind of a post-production genius. Twelve years I never knew you were going to be a nurse. Yeah. Man, you should have done that. That's, 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 that's I still can. more stable and, and, and <laughs> You can always fall back on it. I, I, I got my LVN. I never knew that. Yeah, I got my LVN, and then I was going That's for like my literally RN. finding that out about your wife after 12 years of marriage. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a married relationship That's over here. You, you are, I, I got to tell you, you guys are more of a married couple than anyone I know. I'm serious. You, it's But true. you make each other work, which is amazing. Like I, Rob, All good. 
Yeah. Are yeah. you saying that, Tesla? We're coming to you live from West Hollywood, California. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't. I want to know. Question: Like you just learned about, about the Wendell being a nurse. I want to know. I don't think I ever knew how you guys met. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met at Three Ball Entertainment, where, mm-hmm. where I worked on Breaking Bonaduce, and Wendell was the post soup, and then we worked together on Biggest Loser. And I just got one funny little anecdote for you about that. Yeah. Between season one and two of Biggest Loser, I went back home for a, for like a party, and I saw this distant cousin who I hadn't seen in a long time. Her name's Samara. And she's like, what are you up to these days? I like, didn't know what I was doing. You know? And I said, oh, I'm actually going back to do uh, Biggest Loser. And she looked at me, and she goes, because I'm fat, she goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> Dude, she was oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. All right, so you guys met in the business, um, and then at some point you created Thunderpants. Uh, and, and so give me the story behind that, and, and before you do that, what's get, why the name Thunderpants? What, what, I, I love the name, but why? something we used to say like what's going on thunderpants yeah <laughs> you know like a hot chick walks by was hey. like hey what's up thunderpants Thunder right and then after we pulled the trigger <laughs> on the name i started to google it and found out that it's also a very widely used term in the uk for somebody who's very gaseous and i was like that's actually perfect it's on brand <laughs> <laughs> works on both sides of the ocean <laughs> no, the truth is, I, I did a cop show in Indiana for CBS uh, called Armed and Famous. See, by the way, it's funny, you read our credits, but th- there's literally like a hundred others that no one's ever heard of because they never made it to the light of day. But the, 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 there's a cop show that I did called Armed and Famous in Indiana, and we got to be close with the Indiana police, various police departments around Indiana, and we came to the canine division, and at the canine division... These, it turns out that there's this kennel in Indiana that literally trained like the dog that found Osama bin Laden on that mission, like crazy war dogs that jump out of planes and wear infrared goggles and, and literally outrank other members of their platoons in the Army and the Navy and the Air Force and the Marines. We were like, yo, we got to try this. So we went out there and we shot a sizzle reel, um, just like we did with you, Ike, and it went straight to series for 16 episodes, and we were looking at each other going, uh, what do we do now? <laughs> Together, <laughs> <laughs> a company, and and uh, we haven't looked back since. We've been crazy. faking it ever since. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's funny how all that business starts, isn't it, Pete? Because we we started a business like six, seven years ago, and it's went nowhere in seven years. So <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of that too. We, yeah. we have and flow. We have good years and we have bad years. Uh, lots of ups and downs. No, it's got to be the the most competitive. It's got to be so competitive to get these gigs. Uh, how, how do you survive in that in that competitive yeah, market? It's got to be. We don't. We 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 we, we don't. But <laughs> credit we, cards. But now we just got to do the series that we just started on literally on Thursday, and at the same time we're going, we're going to India on Monday to meet with the Arula tribe, a remote tribe of Indians, in, or rather, but from India in the southern tip of India. They're uh, famous Burmese python snake hunters, and we're going to bring them to Florida to help fix the Everglades. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's wild. That's I got really, really cool. We're going on Monday. But, but <laughs> as far as like, the competitive stuff, we go months with yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, two things happen. 
It's like anything else, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like professional bass fishing. Yeah, spurts. <laughs> spurts of greatness, followed by <laughs> huge, giant lulls. <laughs> lulls lulls between checks. I have not worked on a show that's has been as much fun or maybe even as meaningful as working on Fish My City yeah. with Ike and with that crew and getting to go around the world together mm-hmm. and, like, the jokes that were happening yeah. and the, like, and the intense parts that were happening and, like, I don't, you know, I get, we get to be experts in for a year at a time at weight loss and then at ducks and then, but just to be able, like, I knew nothing as I could tell you about fishing, yeah. but which I think was a good thing because it allowed me to be like, whoa, 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 what does that mean? Sometimes yeah. he was flying fast and, and loose with like terms I'd never heard of and I wanted to slow down to understand what that meant because I kept thinking, well, if my mom's watching the show, mm-hmm. she has no idea what that is either. So I think it was actually good that we knew nothing about fishing in this case. Yeah. But, and what we learned from Ike was incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, um, like, I never realized, I know this sounds stupid, but I never realized how complicated. I used to think you throw a thing in the water and a fish comes out. Like, I never Well, that actually happens with Mike. Never in a million years we realized how technical and how scientific and how the different species and the different, like, yeah. lures and the different techniques. And it was amazing. It was like watching uh, Michael Jordan. It was incredible. Well, I, wow. I, I I appreciate that, but I and I want to throw it back at you guys because to me it was amazing to see how you piece something together. You know, to to me and and I I want you to explain a little more what what you guys do. But to me, Pete, it was like this mess of shit laying on the table that somehow has to be gelled together. And for what, as an outsider, I came in, all I knew was fishing, right? So I'm like. How the hell do you take all this stuff and and make it make sense? I I reflect back to I think it was Wendell was it Austin where they were asking for what what's the term they were asking for like a little a, a pickup a pickup they were ask they were asking for like a little mini scene of how the day filming went the day before and vi- and visually I couldn't think of it because I can't think of the big picture I can't think of the story I can't I don't my head doesn't work that way and that night at the hotel everybody's out partying and me and Rob are getting drunk somewhere or something and Wendell goes back to the hotel room and puts together this little edit and shows it to me the next morning and I'm like holy hell and and it's it was really a great example for me of what you guys do you're so good. At creating a story, right? Making things gel, creating adhesion. Talk a little bit more about that, because there's, like I said, there's guys and, and girls listening right now. They're like, all right, they're the executive producers of the show, but what the hell does that mean? How, how, how do you guys get so good at that? How do you how do you guys wrap your hands around creating a story every single time, whether it's a duck show or dating a, a, na- a, a show with chicks are naked, or whether it's a stupid fishing show? How do you guys do that? I have I have a little take that I, if I could get to be ambassador to every person in America, I'd like to say that nobody in our industry uses the term reality show. Like we work in the alternative division, which includes game shows, talk shows, docu series, competition formats. And so the problem is, people see the Kardashians and they go, "That's a reality show," and that, or they see Duck Dynasty and say, "That's a reality show." But then they look at Deadliest Catch, where people are dying falling off boats, and they go, yeah. that's a reality show. And then Biggest Loser is a reality show. The truth is, those are sitcoms that are scripted, they yes. are game shows, yep. and they are organic documentaries. Yep. They're really different. I mean, Biggest Loser was a game show. Yeah. It yeah. was a game challenge. show. It was a challenge show. Duck yeah. Dynasty was basically me writing a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Right. In the 
in the case of you and in the case of a real docuseries, you're constantly dealing with people who, A, have careers that are real, that you have to protect, you don't want to be, you know, and B, everybody in America doesn't thinks they're going to look bad on a reality show, not that you did, but on a normal reality show, yeah. people think, oh, how am I going to be made to be looked? And I, our high priority is to try to explain to people at the beginning, nobody ever believes us at the beginning, by the way, because they don't, you know, you don't trust a complete stranger, that yeah. we're going to do our best to try to tell this story as honestly as possible about what happened and how it happened. But obviously the medium of television itself requires that you stitch things together. So if I need you to say, and then you'll never believe what happened, even though it was a week later, it's the only way to tell that story, which isn't, yeah. you know, it's not dishonest, it's, it's a white lie, but it's like you want to be really true and faithful to the footage and make sure that what the viewer is watching is real because people can sense when th things aren't real. Yeah. And in the case of Death Dynasty, they don't care that it's not real because they're just laughing. But in the case of like your show, they want to feel like this is what really happened, and hopefully we put it together in the most honest way that was as closest to how it actually happened as possible. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, and I, I got to tell you, I – one of the things I love about what we did is we did keep it real. We, 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 you know, and that was Rob back when we met at the diner in Philly. That was one of the things that I always said was important was to keep it real, to have real urgency, to have you know those real things that happen in a day of fishing. And I, I, and and you know, I'm the biggest critic of this show because I was involved. And the one thing that I think is was done right with this show is it's a great portrayal of what really happened. You guys did a great job putting that together. Really, really good job. Awesome. Well, you did a great job. So I give Brian more of the editing credit and the directing credit. I mean, he did an incredible job of, you know, direct, directing. I was focused, Mike, as you remember, more on yeah. what you were well, saying. Well, that's he was where, focused more on how you looked. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why Rob and I are such an incredible team in that sense. I get it visually always, and Rob's always going to get it story-wise. So when we're, when we're together – we're, 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 we get each other's we back in that Ultron. sense. Yes. yes. You know? Yes. And it's very important because it's, it, a lot of people will say that they, oh yeah, I'm doing the, you know, I, I do both. It's like, no, you don't. Like, you really can't focus it. Yeah. Your brain can't do that. But here's the thing. Know? But here's the thing. There's also one more important note. Like, it's funny because there are lots of great fishermen in America. And there are lots of great personalities in the world. But it's very rare. Like, what makes you great, Ike, is that you're it's, you're a rare combination of both. Like, I, I think of, you know, just a sport I know really well, again, hockey. Some of the most dynamic players in the world are the most boring dudes you've ever heard in your life. Because they do one thing really well. And they yeah. spend their whole life doing it, and they yeah. don't know how to speak. And then the, the personalities in the game, they're not that good. What's amazing about you is that you have, you're tremendous at both, and, and that's... I mean, that's why you got this show. That's why everybody loved you at the network. So mm -hmm. that's that. at the end of the day, you could have replaced us, and you could have replaced Tom, and you could have replaced the network, and you could have replaced the execs, but you were the only irreplaceable thing. Wow. Well, I, I appreciate that. Well, I, I, don't, I, I think you guys are irreplaceable as well, but I appreciate that. Pete, what do you got? Well, you know, I hear you guys talking about keeping it real, and I, I, I'm a little suspicious. Okay. I, I watched all – I binge-watched them, uh, a lot of them today. Uh, I think four episodes I watched yes. today. And uh, – at no time did I see you smash a sonar unit, <laughs> break a rod in half, ah. and I'm like, oh, is that on the editing room floor? Oh, man. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> one of those moments. Well, yeah. you know, there's also times where like, you would switch lures and catch the fish 
on a different lure, and like we don't know, and the editors don't know, we don't know the difference. So like Ike would come back and be like, "Hey, I didn't catch it on that lure." And in our minds, it's like big deal. But of course, in the fishing world's mind, that's a really serious thing. Like you guys would probably see that and go, "Wait a minute, that's impossible." Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, Pete, I'll answer that a little bit, where I got to tell you that there were real ups and downs in, in this show. And, uh, you know, you, you did get to see some of them. Some of them didn't make it. It's only 47 minutes of content, so they have to shuffle through what goes and what doesn't. But there was real ups and downs. There was real drama behind the scenes. Uh, I, I can tell you that these two guys right here are passionate. I'm passionate, and when you put three passionate guys in the same room, the, the, you know we had arguments together. But it was good. It was always this very creative, you know, thing. And I'd lost fish. I was mad when I didn't catch the perch. I was devastated. I honestly was devastated. I wanted to, I wanted to fucking cry. I was so devastated. But these guys always made me find a way to turn it into a positive, and and, and it came out so good on uh, doing that, you know. So instead of being a sore loser. They talked sense into me and, you know, yeah. made me get through the scene, made me get to, through the next piece. And that, that was awesome. But Wendell, back me up on this one. Dude, the fish gods were with us on this shoot because I can tell you a lot of the fishermen watching right now are saying, how the hell did that happen? You only had five days to catch all these species in all these cities. In Miami, six species in five. How did that happen? Pete, I got to tell you. I mean, it, only missed two, right? I only I missed mean, one out of the entire series. Only one. Perch in London? Yeah. Perch in London. The only bad, that, that bastard perch. Yeah, just, just in case <laughs> yeah. there's no more shows left to watch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh. Oh, that's right. Am I spoiling it? I forgot. There is two shows left. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe I didn't catch Oops. them all. You're right. Oops. Uh, there goes that. They look at each other before we got started. As we're, you know, and our call times were crazy. I mean, we're, you, know, as you, you guys are fishermen, so you're used to it. Uh, a production crew, not so much when you're getting up at 3 a.m., in order to get to the fishing yeah. hole for five. That's my that's, favorite. That's not very <laughs> That's That's my favorite. All the fishermen were like, well, we just got to be up before sunrise. Yeah. It's like if sunrise is 618. Right, well, that's 233 a.m. for us. Like, sunrise 618. Yeah, ex so explain. That's 6 which means we got to be yes. like, in the car yeah. at 317. Right. Yes. So I, I, it was I, a little I, grueling in that sense. Tell, but tell but real fast, the, the great thing was every literally every single day, Ike and I would look at each other in yeah. amazement and talk, reflect on the past catches. And he'd be like, dude, Wendell, I'm dead serious. This does not happen. It doesn't. It happened. I said, bro, I totally believe you, but let's not change that. Like, let's keep moving yeah. forward and yeah. keep this amazing energy we had because it was yes. such an incredible group effort. Yeah. Every single piece of the puzzle was there. And whenever that, that, that puzzle was being fractured in any way, Somehow it affected the entire fishing experience. Yeah. And for instance, when we were in, in London, I, I had a really bad sinus infection on the plane and I blew out my eardrum. Ooh. And I, I, I had to take a couple, and I'm a workhorse as, like Ike is. I don't, I, I can walk around with one leg if it gets chopped off. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. But at this point, I couldn't hear out of, out of one ear and I had to go to a doctor and all that stuff. And during that time, that's when things started getting very bizarre and kind of hard. And then once we got back together, everything kind of clicked again. So for us, I, I you know, superstition and all that stuff, I feel like we had this really incredible team and, and the energy, and it was all there. London is also where I saw our PA 
in his underwear dragging a mattress down the hallway of a hotel. <laughs> that that question may or may not pop up later in Alex's section. <laughs> <laughs> Into the female hey. production coordinator's room, and <laughs> nothing happened. I don't, I don't know what happened there. I'm still, I will forever be curious about that one. <laughs> I wanted to, I do want to remind you of one one moment that didn't make air that was particularly bad, where I learned the lesson. I we went to originally never made it to air, but when we went looking for Snook, I believe in yeah. Miami, yeah. and sure enough, we not knowing the right way to do it. Set up. We've met some guy or some famous guy, and he like next thing you know, we're on his like gigantic boat, yacht. Biggie Smalls yacht. Yeah, and, and yeah, and and we were like, and you showed up, and you were like, no, guys, no, yeah. we don't, I don't, I don't want to be in some. It, the whole point of the show is rod and reel, walk in the city, accessible, up, yeah, and, and 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 it was it was it was a disaster that night because we were just like three in the morning and we're like oh god this is our one chat it's funny we ended up getting the snook and found a different way to do it yeah. a couple of days with a different guy on like the docks or whatever yeah. but yeah man at that time it was like that was a great example of like shit this is this is and, not going to happen and, and we're, we're screwed not yeah. only is that a good example but that's also a great example of what the the the, the things that we have to deal with in the field yeah you know, we have to be able to shift gears very quickly turn on a dime and 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 change you know, just change the entire creative if needed. Uh, so you know that's another yeah. that's another jo- job of ours, where it's constantly feeding that story and making sure it's tracking and there's the arc and it's all making sense. And if something's not working, we want it to work. We want to tell the best story possible. So you know, it's, we also can't y'all. We can't pivot on a dime. You can't. Mm. You can't. It, the, the other thing is the hardest thing for people on a reality show or docu series or anything to learn is like. You can't just walk into McDonald's and have the cameras follow you. There needs to be location releases and insurance yeah. and, and Mike, microphone, Mike microphones on people. You can't just p- – people have this perception that reality shows are, I'm going to go do this and you guys are going to follow. It, just, but just it walk actually has cameras. to be planned as much as possible because we need permits and wow. we need – you know, yeah. there's all sorts of legalities. Yeah. 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 You know, the reality shows of 10, 15 years ago, it was a lot more run and gun, a little more Wild West. But – that's not the case anymore. Yeah, so. it's all different. I, I, yeah, Dave, I know you had something. Go ahead. Yeah, guys, I, I, I want to go back to something because you're about to get a series of weird questions. But I don't want this to get. I don't want to forget to ask you this. So, <laughs> you, you said your next project you're going to go out to a remote tribe in India, right? Correct. Yes. Now, what precautions do you take? And I'm serious. What precautions do you take so you don't like infect them with like the common cold and extinct them all? You know, like, I'm serious. It's a good question. Yeah, well, without without boring you too much, these guys. There's a guy named Ron Whitaker who runs this uh, one of the world's predominant facilities for anti venom out of uh, the pl- a place called the Madras Crocodile Bank in Chennai, India. And he like in the 19th until the 70s for 2,000 years, this tribe has been making like purses and yeah, shoes and snakes and belts and then in the 70s the Indian government was like you gotta stop killing the Burmese pythons and then this guy Rom basically created a relationship with them to start harvesting the venom from these pythons to create anti-venom which they pythons, cobras you know, provide those... the exchanges the hospital exchanges all around yeah. the world so the truth is they, they've, are, they've already a couple of the rulers have already come to Florida to try to help the, the government of Florida and the University of Florida figure out how to catch these pythons. And to a certain extent, they have a relationship with I the Madras Bank. So we're not we're not quite going. Yeah, you know. they've been exposed to stuff. Now, however, for us, 
you know, we're going, we have our passport health uh, appointment on Friday where we're going to get whatever inoculations that we need to get. Uh, I'm going to carry around a life straw with me and drink it out of bottled water. Because I don't trust the bottled water. Because I've read stuff where they pop it and fill it up with their crap water, and I, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I think it's more about exploiting them. Not yeah, exploiting right. Well, yeah. We're, 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 Wendell's worried about himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, guys, uh, hey, hold my hanky while I drink this fresh water. <laughs> I, I saw that document. I saw that documentary about the, with the two guys going down to Florida, though. I actually saw that on uh, one, one of the channels. I don't know, but yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, so these guys have never the, the rule of tribe that we're going to be. These guys have never been to a, never seen a toilet. They've never been in a shower. They've never been to wow. a Walmart a concert or race. Nothing. It's, so it's more, it's more the gods must be crazy. Sort of fish all, all, out of water. fish out of water. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, what wow. what pocketbooks are you bringing back for Becky? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a well, python. Way, our, our, the strongman show also went, so we're going to do that History Channel show with four of the world's strongest men. So stay tuned yeah. for that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Be awesome. All right, now let me remind everybody watching: if you've got a question, hit us up on our IM. Uh, I do have a couple serious questions, and then before you guys go, we have a little game we're going to play with you. But let me let me hit you with some serious questions. Uh, Rob, I'll hit you with this one first: most memorable Fish My City show. Most memorable show? Which city? I, 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 you're talking to a, a, a person with a very good memory. I'm a trivia master, and I remember. I could frame by frame describe every trip, but I would say the most fun I had was New Orleans. But I would say that the the episode where I walked away going. Fuck yeah, that was awesome. Was Taiwan, Ooh, which is cool because yes. that's the one place where you and I got in a really bad fight. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember walking away from that episode thinking, "My God, that's a great episode." Yeah, yeah. That's by, by the way, that's my that's my favorite of, of the lot for that's sure. A, that's on this Friday, right? This Friday. Okay. That's Speaking right. Speaking of this, yes. though, let's be honest. Let's talk about the fight. Yeah. How long did it take you guys to get along? Because it was a few episodes until I didn't have to give therapy. No. Well, we. My- <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Dang, I thought that. Uh, I thought we had a better track. I swear. From day one, as much as I do, and I, I swear to God, that's true. I, 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 I also saw, however, that. It's hard because I'm used to being on this side of this where you're telling people, like, no, you can't go do that. No, you have to let the crew break for lunch. Yeah. No, you, you can't fish past 12 hours in our day <laughs> by the rules of, of, of like, the, the we, crew. Yeah. I, I've been on this side of it, so I could see the pain in his eyes being like, why can't I go do this? Why can't I go fish there? And it's like, I, I've, I have never had a problem with Ike because I, I, I have loved and adored him from day one. I totally understand why he would have looked at me as the as the bad guy. <laughs> I totally understand. I understand why he wouldn't like me being like, no, I need you to see it and say it again. It has to be more clear because I don't understand this part of it. And to him, he's making plain sense in English. And to, that, to me, I'm saying, no, you have to say it in a television way. And it's anno- I'm the annoying guy. Hey, guys, true or false that y- you and the crewmen had a code name for Mike and it was Snooky. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. That's no, not true. I, you know what? I don't think it was ever Mike not liking you, Rob. I think that Mike, like, if you think about where we came from, where we've done like YouTube stuff or or stuff on you know smaller channels, he was the everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a control freak. He's a control freak. <laughs> but he was he was the director, the producer, and the talent all yep. in one. And like 
coming to do this, he had to let go. And I think that that's what she struggled with at the beginning was that trust that somebody else knew how this process was going to work. And you literally had to bring your expertise and your talent, but not the rest of it. You had to let go. I also just want to say that I was often just the messenger. I was the guy standing in front of Ike saying, I need you to go over here and, and do this or talk about that. But I was often the messenger of three network executives who were breathing down my neck, five other executives at the production company based out of New Zealand that were breathing down my neck. I still, I had to, I, there was there was a point with when you're in the middle and you're the messenger. Ooh. There's sometimes where you have to deliver the wrong message. That's the right. Message that's a tough spot. That's right. Well, I, Rob, I, we could actually drink about this because that's basically my job every day. It is your job every day. <laughs> it is your job. All right, I want to go on. Uh, Wendell, this one's from you. Most yeah. memorable moment of Fish My City. Most memorable moment. Is there one moment of the six cities, the six shows that yeah. stood out for you? It could be anything. There, there's truly. So many, so many amazing moments and memories. I mean, we had a blast. Everywhere we went, uh, you know, our bond and friendship got stronger and, and deeper. And uh, I, I would have to say, and as ridiculous as this one is, it was really great when when we all, we, we got, it was, this is Taipei. We got everything in the, in the can. It was, uh, it was a great day. We had some time left over. We were at a paid pool. And everybody got to fish. Oh, dude, yes. And yes. It was, yeah, it was a really was awesome. amazing moment to share that with you. Uh, I was fucking pumped to reel in that grouper. Yep. And, you know, every single person on the crew caught a fish. Every single person fought it. And, and it gave... Well, Mike hooked them for us. Yeah, yeah. No, you, know, you hooked them. You gotta reel it in. And you really do learn how physical it is. And, and, you know, it, it, a larger fish, just the battle. And and I remember bringing it in going, oh, man, I get it now. Like, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah, how physical it yeah. is. How yeah. put it. I, by the way, my Ike is when you caught the Toman in the, on the reservoir in Taiwan. That was yeah. the moment. Uh, when that, spoiler alert. She sat down. Two days. Spoiler alert. Like, the time is up and the episodes have failed. It was like a miracle. Yeah. That, Again, it, it, was, it, it was like the fish gods were with us, man. It's crazy. It, and, and again, there was just there truly was so much fun on set. And Rob and I have we have a rule, which is if we're not having fun, meaning ourselves and the crew, then the talent's not having fun. And then that comes and if across. The talent's not having fun. The show sucks. that comes across on the lens. So yeah. In order, and and, and, and it's funny because I'm sure people back in post are hearing us talking a bunch of shit and making bad jokes, and they're oh these guys are out here partying. It's like well we're working our asses off, but. We also have to keep this environment healthy and happy and fun in order for for it to be a very much successful shoot and 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 show. And uh, you know, it, it, I'm telling you, every day I, I would laugh my ass off. We'd be on walkies just talking shit amongst each other. We all had these great <laughs> jokes. I mean, there was just we. And then after we were done shooting, we'd all pile into the van. And we would all lap our way back to the hotel every single day, and that was incredible. Other things that pop out is when you when you fished off the Brooklyn Bridge, nice. and also just hanging with that night with M Hood at the bonfire. <laughs> M Hood and his one tooth. That was pretty awesome. Uh, right. Hey, I do want yeah. to say though that the extra clip next Tuesday does have everybody fishing. That YouTube extra clip. Oh, does it? It does. It has uh, the, whole, the whole crew. All right. Everything. So everybody, another spoiler alert. Everybody keep your eye out for our extra clip 
for next it'll be next week for yeah. the Taiwan show, you'll get to see all these guys fishing in the pay pool. That's very exciting. Uh, Rob, got, I got two more, uh, and then we're going to get to the game. Rob, most frustrating moment in the series, Rob. Most frustrating moment during, and, and I know there was maybe more than one, but. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> like the most frustrating moments in the series have nothing to do with you, first of all, but we'll keep that for often. I will say, I will say, what was the one where we went to the Chinese restaurant and you stayed in the van in, in New Orleans or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, protesting. Was oh, yeah. I was sulking. I was sulking. We went to the Great Wall of Calumet, and we never, <laughs> it never aired, by the way. It never did. Yeah. It never aired. That whole day never aired. Nor did the whole, um, they, you know, they were very insistent about having the waterways beat about going up where Katrina and the, what's it called, the spillway? Yeah. yeah. So it was the spillway. Yeah, and then yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we went down That's the that. That Rob and I had a snappy moment at that. Yeah, at, we also got there. into it that day. Yeah. We, the, Mom we, and Dad were fighting. We went to the Great Wall. <laughs> <laughs> done all the fishing. Guys, check it out. We had done all the fishing we needed to do in New Orleans. We had all the we fish. Not only did we have all the fish, we had more than enough. We had extra species. Yeah. And we had we had finished it. But we were like, I we just need you. They want to talk about all the, all not, you know, everybody when they go to New Orleans, they talk about Katrina, which is so over. But what we thought was different was like, <laughs> let's do what's going on now, which yeah. is, they made this $13 billion wall. It's like the Great Wall of Calumet that protects New Orleans. And we're like, they want to do this waterways beat since it's yeah. like in that geo wild and there's like an environmental thing. So you're going down today just to do this beat about the water. And, of course, Ike gets out there and he wants to fish. <laughs> we don't need it. We just need to pull in the water and have you talking about it. You don't actually have to fish. All we need is these beats. Yeah, and, of course, but and, you take a fisherman to yeah. a place where they can fish, and yeah. he wanted to fish. Uh, that was it. He had, blind, he had blinders on. I remember that one. Party. We don't need the fishing yeah. party. I re- and I got very mad at me because I dragged him away. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember that. And I remember, like, after I eventually calmed down, like, three hours later, whatever it was, I remember having a conversation with you guys, like, look. This ever happens again where we have an extra day and you just need to get what you need. I'm not bringing my rods with me. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm leaving the rods at the hotel. That's the only way to stop the Hulk, the Hulk from popping out. Uh, just send you a branch, a stick. Like, just pretend this is your rod. Right. Imagine you, got, you guys got to call Becky if he starts acting up. Yeah. She them out. She does. Uh, we, we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, wait. I did have to talk to you while you were sulking in I, the van. Oh, you did? Yes. That's right. Jesus. She's my shrink. Uh, last one. Last serious question. Wendell, most surprising fact you learned during Fish My City. One of the most surprising facts you learned during Fish My City. The and, and this is a, an amazing fact that didn't make it in the episode, uh, the Taipei one, and that that is the the city. Uh, this is really really cool what the city does, and uh, you know every night different areas they have garbage trucks go around and they pick up the compost uh, trash. Yeah. yeah. So people from out of their houses and they dump in all their food scraps, and then those trucks go out to the farm area. And then they they dump that uh, that th- those food scraps for all the pigs to eat. So it's actually a really incredible uh, ultimate recycling that goes on there in there's Taipei. No garbage cans in Taipei. Yeah, and then there's no you couldn't find yeah. a garbage can to save your life. Clean city. Yeah, very no clean city. They keep their garbage. They keep their garbage on them until the garbage truck comes through every night. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so wow. that was my favorite thing learning 
Yeah. That's crazy. All right. We're going to get to this game, but before we do it, Eric, we have any questions coming through the IM that are critical that that we need to ask right now? Nothing critical. No. Nothing critical. Okay. This is the fun part, guys, and I know how much you guys like games, so we came up with a special game for you guys on Like Live, And, uh, and this game is called Fish My City Edition of Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Rob's got All Rob's right. pants are getting tired. <laughs> oh, the hat came off. Okay. Outside. All here right. Go. Outside. Okay. Okay. And here it goes. Okay. Question number one, and both you guys can answer. And by the way, let me preface this by saying that if you win this Jeopardy round, you're fishing as a team. I mean, you're playing as a team. I said fishing wow. as a team. Uh. The the prize for this game is a magnum size jigging spoon. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I won the jigging spoon award. I already got one. <laughs> oh my god. You're playing for another one. That was scripted fake reality right there. <laughs> that is scripted. Look at that. Look at the size of that flutter spoon. Thing's giant. I, I gave you this. I gave you this award. <laughs> All right. Question number one. And this is the Fish My City edition of Jeopardy. Question number one. Now that both of you guys are fishing experts, what country in the world contains the most lakes per square mile? I'll repeat the question. Now that both of you guys are fishing experts, what country in the world contains the most lakes per square mile? And your clock begins now. I'm going to go Canada. North America. Uh, those lakes? I'm going to go with Canada. That's Canada. And the answer is Canada! Wow. Correct! Wow! Well done. Look at this! Okay. All right, so this is kind of an inside joke that you're not telling people. This like, sort of Rob an is like the Jeopardy guru. He is the Jeopardy guru, and he's Canadian. Look at that, right there. <laughs> So that's a hockey team. All right. Okay. Second question. <clears throat> Music was a big part of keeping everyone sane during travel to the locations during the filming of Fish My City. Who is the artist credited with starting and coining the term rockabilly music? Rockabilly music. Ooh, that's a good one. He's, he's uh, the guy for yeah. that. I would say... I would, the artist, I mean, God. Rock and roll itself was turned by the guy from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Rockabilly. Rockabilly. Who's the first Rockabilly artist? Carl Perkins? Chuck Berry? Carl Perkins? You know? Doesn't steal right to me, though. First person, I mean, even Buddy Holly. No, I don't don't know. That's tough. I don't know. I don't know. Take a guess, boys. Rockabilly. Carl Perkins. Yeah, let's say Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. The answer is Billy Flag. Uh, no. I was yeah. just going to say. That's Billy Flag. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not a rockabilly guy. He has yeah. no excuse. You are a rockabilly guy. I am. Guy. I, was, I, I was never into that. Okay. And here's the great part. To win this, you only have to get four of the six correct. So you're still in the game. It was uh, a metal question. Yes. Question number three. Fishing. In major cities around the world, we saw a surprising amount of wildlife in addition to many fish species. 
based on your newfound knowledge of wildlife, what is the national animal of Canada? The national animal of Canada is a beaver. Yeah, it is a beaver. Because it's on the loony, right? No, it's no. on the nickel. Oh, it's on the nickel? All right, so beaver? Beaver's your final answer? Hold on a second. Let's just make sure. There's, the, there's, the, there's the caribou. There's the there's the beaver. Uh-huh. There's the... I mean, the American eagle is the national animal of America, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just a national symbol? No, I'm going to go with the national animal of Canada being... Oh, I, I want to say... I think it's a moose. No, it's not. It's, a, it's not. It's a caribou. Okay. I would say it's a beaver. And the answer is... The North American beaver. Correct! <laughs> wow. How did he get these right? Unbelievable! I love, I love beaver! <laughs> beaver, by the way, because it's considered hardworking and industrious and engineering and truthful, honest, like it's, it puts in an honest day's work, like honest Canadians, but what they didn't know when they chose that is when attacked, a beaver will bite its own balls off. Wow! <laughs> That's <laughs> funny you said that because our very own Eric the intern bit his balls off earlier last year. <laughs> all right, all right, two for three. Okay, here it goes. Oh, Question number four. <clears throat> for some reason, during filming for Fish My City, we ended up in some of the most shitty rental vehicles ever. <laughs> On the opposite end of the spectrum, the Plymouth brand of automobiles which began production of cars in 1928, has become a darling of car collectors. In what year was the last official Plymouth model car produced? Wow, Wow, that's good. That's good. It's probably Plymouth ended its production. Damn, that's a good question. I'm going to say 89. No, I think it was 90s. 91. I would go. It's early. You know why? Because I think when Saturn came out in like like I, ninety, I would go as far as ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight. Really? Yeah. Uh, Do you want to call it? Do you want to call it ninety six? Okay, ninety six. Okay, ninety six. Final answer. The yeah. answer is in two thousand. The Plymouth Neon was Neon. the last yeah. official Plymouth oh, yeah. model. But still, I would still, I still would have in the ballpark. That's funny because it became a Dodge Neon. Yeah. Oh, that's it fine. Did. I mean, it's all part of uh, the Mopar family. Right. Damn. The odds got us. 2000. Okay. Two left, and you have to get both these correct to win the game, guys. Pressure um, is on. Two and two. Okay. <clears throat> Next question. I think everyone has to agree the entire series of Fish My City was a fun adventure. And we all became sort of characters in a comic book series. In the comic book series, The Incredible Hulk, what was the original color of the Hulk? Wow. Uh, Well, no, hold on a second. (laughs) I mean, I defer to to the comic book dude. Uh, Journey into Mystery. I'm going to say purple. I'm going to say purple. We have a purple? No, hold on a second. Blurple. The Incredible Hulk first appeared in Incredible Hulk number one, I think, because unlike most Marvel characters, he actually started with his own comic, I think. 
To me, it looks like a leprechaun to me. Like <laughs> 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 I'm going to go. It's either gray. Wait a minute. Sort of Hulk uh, was gray uh, and green. Uh, uh, and the Hulk uh, was gray and the Hulk was green. Uh, and the Hulk was purple. I'm going to say that the answer is... I mean, I know the Hulk became gray when when Dr. Banner eventually merged and became a smart Hulk, but I think he might have started out gray. original. Gray? You're going to go original gray? Shit. <laughs> I'm going to go... Doing two. I'll I'm trust gonna you. Go, gray gonna, or purple? I'm going to go gray. And the answer is... Gray! Come on. Oh, my God. The answer is gray. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's really gray. Yeah, the answer is gray. He, it actually started out gray. They had to change him to green because of something in the ink process. A few issues in, he was getting messed up. His character was getting messed up, so they switched to green. The original that, character was gray. Like, that who knows that? Like, that's I could, crazy, I, Rob. That he, you know, he got his powers because Dr. Banner ran over the to rescue the, the, the kid who was leaning on his truck with the straw in his mouth and he got blasted by the gamma radiation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't even remember what I had for dinner last night. I don't either. I have no idea. I, don't, I have no idea how he does that. All right, last question. And I think this is the hardest. We save for last. And uh, it goes a little something like this. You guys have worked on some amazing shows and projects over the years. We talked about all the titles at the beginning of the show. And although the ratings for Fish My City have been somewhat subpar thus far. What is the best... (laughs) What is the best and most fun show you guys have ever worked on? What is the best and most fun show you guys have ever worked on? Hold on, let me start the timer. Go. There's only one answer here, guys. There's one answer. (laughs) That's a no-brainer. And what is the answer? I had to think if it was true first, first, by the way. That's why the hesitation. But I think it's yeah, Fish My City. It really is. Fish My City's right! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow! Oh, Four of six. You guys are going to win your second Jigging Spoons each. Yes. Cannot believe it. You own more Jigging Spoons than I do now at this point. <laughs> Wendell's playing. Wendell, come on. We're winning Jigging Spoons over here. Wait. You might be a crackhead. <laughs> that same leprechaun one. That is one of the best ones ever, dude. Uh, how many times have we? How many times have we listened to that in the uh, filming of Fish My City? The, the, Daily. Guy, the guy with like the SWAT vest with the leprechaun thing. Oh yeah, down oh, for... got the best. The, the <laughs> leprechaun flute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, no, the sketch. The sketch of the I'm leprechaun. Oh, I know the drawing, dude. That was amazing. I, I gets the crowd going, and he's like, "Yeah, huh? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best one, dude. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. All right, I know, guys, you're busy. You have things to do. Real quick before we let you go, I want to thank you for coming on. You mentioned a little bit. You guys want to plug anything while you're here? I know you got this strongman thing coming up on History Channel. You want to? No yeah, yeah, too early. No too early. Chaos. You don't want to jinx nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, no more spoilers. Yeah. No, no, no more spoilers. Well, guys, I tell you, I it was awesome having you on. I know I told you this a million times, but you made the show so special. the The show is, in my opinion, it's your show. Uh, I I had so much fun. I learned so much working with it. It was such an amazing life experience. I can't thank you guys enough for everything, man. And uh, 
and and it was it's, unbelievable. Yeah. And I want to say, like I said at, at, at the uh, Xfinity Live in Philadelphia, Becky is an unsung hero of that show. She is. They didn't even give her the the credit for wardrobe. No, because really. Because, yeah. um, oh, no. I mean, like the wardrobe and the, so many, there were so many logistical things yeah. in organizing voiceover sessions and in, in organizing yeah. your schedule early, yeah. Ike, and with all your tournaments. That uh, Becky was literally at one point the only way to get a sane answer because yeah. you were all over the world. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. and 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 I would like to say that you know while you're saying it doesn't happen without us and we're saying it doesn't happen without you it really doesn't happen without Becky yeah. I agree with that yes nice. I agree thank with that you. very nice Rob Wendell thank you guys for coming on man yeah, thank you next time right. we see you we're we're coming out to LA to hang out with you guys yeah please let me know when I gotta I gotta take you guys out in the car you got it can't wait to ride in it I'll show you my comic books yes <laughs> I want to see the Gray Hulk. I do. I, you don't. I don't yeah, you don't have that issue. No. No. Wish. I wish. I want that issue. Hey, I, I got number one Wolverine, dude. Nice. Yes. Yeah, the, the limited series from the eighties. Yeah, dude. I love that. That's a great miniseries, Frank Miller. No, I don't know about miniseries. I got the number one Wolverine. It was like a quarter. Yeah, I think I think Frank Miller did that. I tell you, you already got me drowning in deep end of the pool, man. I don't even know who did it. All right. We'll All see right. you guys. Good luck with season two. Yes. My city. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Bye. See you guys. Bye, guys. Robin Wendell. Man, I love it. Dude, those, I, that's a show in itself. Like, we could have yeah. had those guys on for hours. Yes. They hours and hours. But uh, I will say this: when you guys, when you were talking about that snook catch on the show, yeah, when you you fired that guy in that big boat, man, fired him. You just fired him. Oh yeah. Uh, of all the episodes, I, I was like, this is you. You could tell. Oh yeah. You know. Oh no, I mean it's 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 true though. You know, it's like uh, you know, you you have a feeling. You know, you you yep. fished for long enough to know, yep. and it's that energy. You know, w- Wendell talked about it, and I it's I, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but it happens in other things in life. Happens in tournaments, mm-hmm. happens in filming, it happens in whatever. You know, it's like when you when that when you get somewhere and that it that energy's off, you just know right off the giddy you're fucked. You know yeah. what I mean? You just know you are. And uh, what do you, what do you think those? Because I I know how fishing is, right? Yeah. When you're not catching them, yeah. Energy, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. How, how did, what what are some of the tips and tricks that that you felt that cast did? To, to keep your energy up. I I mean I think for me you know just uh, keep the 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 fact of keep pushing the fact of putting time constraints on it and and you know them constantly reminding you of it yeah. to sort of keep you in the game right. you know to just keep pushing. Uh, there's some of the things they did so it, it was awesome. It ended up being um, being a, a season where a lot of things went right. Not that everything went right, but a lot of things went right. And it happened at the right time. So, you know, I, I don't know that there will ever be another season. If, if, if Fish My City goes on for two, three, four, five, ten years, I don't know that we'll ever have another season that went so smoothly. You know, spoiler I mean? alert. So, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Brian DeCarpenter, we're going to take a break. Yeah. When we come back, uh, we're going to be talking more Fish My City. We've got two of the most amazing camera guys in the world joining us to talk about um, shooting the show. We're going to learn a lot about uh, camera stuff, Pete. 
Uh, we're going to hear some stories you never heard before. And after we get off film with those guys, Brian DeCarpenter, yep. we're going to do a little MTB unboxing. So hang in there with us. When we come back, more Fish My City on Ike Live. Sometimes the best fishing isn't out here. God, it's gorgeous. It's in the big city. I'm Mike Iaconelli. My friends and I grew up fishing the mean streams and rivers of Philadelphia. This week, we're in Miami, Florida. New Orleans, Louisiana. Taiwan! All you need is a waterway, a local... I'm ready. Let's go. And a little passion. A little passion, Mike. Hey. Fish My City with Mike Iaconelli. New series premieres Friday, October 12th at 10 on Nat Geo Wild. Baby, I got a surprise for you. You gotta come out. I'm respooling my reels, baby. Oh, hush. Come on. Watch your set. Whoa, watch your set there. Come on. Keep them closed. I got them closed. No peeking. Hold my arms so tight. Oh, all right. Ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Oh, yes. Yes! Woo! It's everything I ever wanted. Oh, yes, yes. Wait, yes, yes. No. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, baby, go back. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, but, but baby, look. I got you a boat. Mystery Tackle Box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. Hey, everybody, Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold, it's winter, it's snowing, but if you want to prevent the buildup of ice, use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip, before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions. And you're going to catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. <laughs> 